Praise the Lord. We welcome you to our live broadcast today, Sunday, March 20, 2022. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for your being, having been with us all through the week. You have sustained not just your people, but the whole world. For you uphold the whole world with your hands. We give you all the praise and honor as we welcome you, Holy Spirit. Speak to us and speak to us. And touch all who are here today. That they may know the love of God for the world. The love of God for every human being born on this earth. And as they hear, Lord, those who have not known you, may they know you. And those who knew you but ran, may they come back into the saving knowledge of Christ. And those who are your children, Lord, that the arms may even be more strengthened to hold fast as you continue to lead us to eternal life. We give you all the praise and honor. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. All our Bible translations are taken from the New King James Version except we are otherwise indicated. The instrument is taken from, sorry, the instrumental, taken from Abra Calibrasi, as usual. We can need to pray and thank him. Free subscription to our WhatsApp channel. We've observed some of you have problems linking life on Sundays. Well, be aware that we have a resource. We have a World Evangel channel where you can subscribe. All you have to do is follow the link on the board. That subscription is free. It doesn't cost you anything. That means after a day or two when the message is uploaded to our WhatsApp page, you can now get it offline, online, and use the message to share to your friends and family. Today's topic, Jesus loves you. He loves you whether you are a believer or a non-believer. He loves you. That's why he died on the cross. For all the whole world. The outline. Jesus loves you, unbeliever. Number two. Jesus loves you, backslider. Number three, Jesus loves you, saint of God or child of God. And the song today is Jesus Messiah. Number one, Jesus loves you, unbeliever. Scripture, please. John chapter, six, chapter 3, verses 16 to 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Praise the Lord! So if you have never known the Lord Jesus Christ, He still loves you. 
According to the scripture we just read. For God, that's why that God loved the world so much that he sent his son to die for you and I. For everybody born on this earth. That's why he took your sins and my sins on his body and died in your place and my place. So whether you're an unbeliever, this is for you. He loves you. Next scripture, please. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Praise the Lord. While we were still sinners, while we were wicked and evil and hating him and God, he died. If you're an unbeliever, you know yourself. But you may not even know that you are. Some, sadly. But let me say something. Unbelievers are in bondage. All unbelievers. No exception. Anyone who has not accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, that becomes being born again, which we are going to expatiate on, is in bondage. Let me go again. You are being held by Satan in his dungeon. And where is the dungeon? This world. Yes, this world is what? A dungeon. You are being held. Most of you are not aware that you are slaves of Satan. Everything you are doing is for your Lord, Satan. Not for, not for God. But the tragedy is not the bondage or the enslavement. No, it's not the tragedy. No, because there's a remedy. The tragedy is that most of you don't know that you don't have to be in bondage. The knowledge you don't know. That's the problem. That's the tragedy. That God has sent his son to set you free. That means you are free. All you have to do is what? Accept that freedom. Jesus Christ, the son of God, has not only purchased you, unbeliever. He has purchased your freedom. And he has kept a new life for you. The one that he has changed for your sinful life on the cross. So if you are watching this broadcast and you are not born again, know that God is keeping that priceless life for you. And it is yours to claim today. Praise the Lord. But there's a problem. If you don't claim it before you draw your last breath, which could happen any time from now, all you have to do is ask yourself, five years ago, all the people I know, are they still alive? Even one year ago. For some of you, even maybe last week, last two months. So your, your, your last breath can be drawn today. So why postpone it? Because if you fail to accept Christ Jesus, the sacrifice he has made for you, so he can give you a new life. If you die today, you end up in a place of everlasting torment. A place God did not mean for any human being to go into. So there's a question. How come billions of human beings have not claimed this priceless life that is freely given to us by God according to John chapter 3 verse 16. That's a free gift of God. God so loved the world. Why? And I'm going to say something. You may challenge me, but I will explain. 
Most people have never heard the gospel of Christ once or not delivered to the saints. Did you hear what I said? Yes. Most people in the world have never heard the gospel of Christ. That is the gospel that was once delivered to the saints, the first century church. That's a shocking statement to make for some of you, but for us it's not. So let me explain. Apostate Christianity, which includes Neo-Pentecostalism. If you have been watching our broadcast, you know the people I like mean. Do not preach the gospel of Christ. They don't. The Jesus they present have been mixed with doctrines of human beings. The image of their Jesus is one which gives special privileges to a few. Think bishops, archbishops, reverends, you know, the clergy and the laity, you know, the big ones, the big boys and girls, right? And big men and women. That's special privilege. That's not the gospel of Christ. They preach a gospel that promotes cultural hegemony. That means their culture is superior to others. The one that pits race against race. Tribe against tribe. So-called church denominations against other church denominations. That Jesus they present is a false Jesus. He's an idol created by human beings and demons. And it does not save. I use the word eat because an idol is an eat. It does not save. The false Jesus does not save. Because the Jesus presented by the gospel of Christ, one for all delivered to the saints, is the real Jesus. He's the Son of God, the Messiah, who died on the cross for humanity's sins and rose again on the third day for humanity's justification. Praise the Lord. The true gospel of Christ challenges all human appetites. All human appetites. Do you hear what I said? Opposes the world and the demons and calls on all those who believe that's a catch to live a life worthy of their Lord and Savior. Take your cross and follow if you love Jesus. When Christ on the cross is presented and people believe and take up the cross and follow after Him, then we know that the things I speak are true. Praise the Lord. Only the Jesus that died on the cross and rose on the third day is the one that saves. Not the false Jesus promoted by apostate Christianity, by worldly prosperity preachers, by false, all false, false, false. Every one of them cannot. The Jesus that saves when you come to the cross and embrace him, there is a newness. There's an encounter. He visits you. He begins to guide your life. And when you do, you will know that you are a saint of God, that you are a child of God. Praise the Lord. So I want to speak to you now directly, my hearer, because by now it's obvious that you are not a believer. Some of you are, but for you now, if you have been touched by this, you are beginning to say, ah, I'm not sure, I know. Okay, we're going to solve this problem now. You may be an elder. You may even be a pastor of one million congregation or bishop or general here. You are still an unbeliever if you never made the Jesus on the cross. Because if you made the Jesus on the cross, you'll never preach worldly prosperity. You'll never preach doctrines that are contrary to the scriptures. You're going to promote Christ of the gospel of Christ. That's the reason you don't have a personal connection. If you never had a personal encounter, 
We have no personal connection. Because if you really believe and go to the cross and accept Jesus on the cross, there is an encounter. He will come to visit you. I tell you, he will visit you. So if you've never been visited by the Lord Jesus Christ, you have believed the fake Jesus. As a result, though you call on the name Bishop, G.O., Pastor, Elder, you are still an unbeliever. You don't have a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. You are not his child. You are an unbeliever. And leading many to Christless eternity. I'm calling on you to repent, unbeliever bishop, unbeliever G.O., unbeliever pastor, unbeliever elder, unbeliever everything, unbeliever multi-billionaire, unbeliever presidents, unbeliever queens and uh, kings and princes and princesses and all the fake chiefs and uh, emirs in Africa everywhere. I'm calling on all of you that there is no other name given on this earth for which you can be saved except the name of Jesus. And if you do not accept him and you die today, you are going to a place of everlasting torment because you are what? You do not believe on the Son of God who has been given freely to everybody, rich, middle, poor, it doesn't matter. Fat, tall, lean, mean, it doesn't matter. Praise the Lord. If you have difficulty identifying with the Jesus of the cross, it's because you're an unbeliever. You never heard about him, remember? But it's not, it's, there's no crime. You are hearing about him now. So I'm here today to present to you that same Jesus who died for you and I because he loves you, even in your sin now, even in your unbelieving state, he's saying to you today, he loves you. He wants you to claim that new life that he has been keeping for you. He wants you to claim it today, now, wherever you are. All you have to do, on your knees, wherever you are right now, all you have to do, that's it, it doesn't cost you anything again. Begin to repent of your sinful life. Even as this broadcast is going on, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Savior and Lord. Propose in your heart, and that's the key, and mean that henceforth you are abandoning your life of sin. That you are going to turn your back on the world and follow him. Tell Jesus as he's beckoning on you on the cross right now as I speak. That you believe that he died for you personally. Then ask him to give you the new life he has been keeping for you. He has been keeping you for so long. He wants you to claim your new life today. If you have believed, then you are born again. Begin to thank him. This is all we are saying. It's a question of heart commitment. Heart commitment because you are being presented with the true Jesus. He died on the cross. And he doesn't want you to continue with the world. He wants you to make a U-turn. He wants you to begin to follow him. He wants you to become his child. If you have believed, you are a child of God. Something will begin to happen in your life. Praise the Lord. Scripture, please. John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Praise the Lord. You are now a child of God because you believed. Oh, that's all. You believed. And I made a commitment that he is now your Lord. No longer the word of devil or any other demon. So you are now a child of God. 
You were sent of God. Forget all that in the tale in apostate Christianity. Christ is now going to fight for you. Yes, from this moment you made that commitment. If you meant it, you are going to see a change in your life. He has come in and is going to be there with you all the way to the end. Just don't turn your back on him. Turn your back on the world and always look on him. Begin to practice talking with him. Yes, you may say, I'm not seeing. It doesn't matter. Come to say, Lord Jesus, I thank you. I give you all the praise and honor for having saved me. Just thank him. Be happy. He's your Lord now. And when you have him, nothing can ever hurt or touch you. Because he is God. He will preserve and protect you till the very end. You are Lord now, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross. We begin to minister to you. So because he's missing to you, just cast all your burdens on him. Were you depressed? Do you think of committing suicide? Do you think of something else that was so bad? This is the time telling this is the problem. He will give you answers. Just cast your burdens on him and believe that he's hearing you because by faith you must believe that he's hearing you and that he's there to help you. Praise the Lord. Begin to read your Bible on your own. I didn't say call somebody else unless you are illiterate. Then in that case, you can call your grandchild to come and read the Bible for you. I suggest starting with John, the Gospel of John. As the Gospel of John is the one that gives the great insights in what I mean by being born again. Because you're going to see that in John chapter 3. What it means to be born again, what it means to be a child of God, what it means to be a saint of God. And as you tarry in God's presence daily, the Lord Jesus Christ, whom I serve, quote me, will direct your paths. He has directed mine in 30-something many years. Praise the Lord. Please, that's another point. Don't rush the new denomination of building on your street. I don't care which one they name the good. Please, don't go anywhere. Stay in your house, wherever you have this broadcast. Stay there. Read your Bible. Don't go anywhere. Quote me, don't go anywhere. The Lord yourself will direct you when the time comes. When he decides and maybe sees the appropriate place for you to go. Because see, so many of them have left the faith. I can tell you that they are now after money. They are after power. They are after other things. And the power they display are not from God, not the God I serve. So I'm begging you, when you have believed today, Stay in your home and read your Bible. Continue to tarry in his presence whatever you do. Don't go anywhere. Because many who believed went to such places without the Lord's guidance. What happened? They, their faith died. They started believing the false Jesus. They started worshiping Mammon. That is why I'm saying, please, I beg you. Don't go anywhere. Read your Bible in your house. As you continue to pray to the Lord whom I serve, He will minister to you. He will direct your paths. He will guide you. He has done it for me these 30 something years. Praise the Lord. I'm not telling you what I have not experienced. Jesus loves you. Backslider. Scripture, please. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 
to 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Praise the Lord. Backslider, he once believed. You really were born again, but you got careless. You allow the world and all these trappings to reclaim you. Because you turned and looked at the world. You turned and remembered where you were coming from. And you went back to your vomit. Your testimony was rubbish by sin and the law of riches. You forgot the author of your salvation. You forgot the joy that happened that day you came to the cross. You forgot how he guided you. And like Demas, you left the world. You sorry, left Christ and ran to the world. You neglected to study the word of God and to pray ceaselessly. You joined these calls called churches and they deceived you. Or you allowed yourself to be deceived because your greed couldn't, you couldn't help your greed. So the enemy struck and you fell. Since then the accuser of the bread, you see, he makes you to fall, then he comes back to you to accuse you. He has been tormenting you. You know yourselves. If you are hearing me, you know. And you allowed your guilt to overwhelm you. And your state now is worse than before. Of course, you are no longer saved because you are backsliding. You left. But I'm here to tell you today that Jesus still loves you. Did you hear what I said, backslider? Don't believe the devil and his demons are accusing you. I don't care what sins you went into. What wickedness you were involved in. I'm here to tell you that Jesus still loves you. Though you have been unfruitful and rejected him, he loves you. That's why he died on the cross. For both sinner who has never known him and sinner who repented and then backslid. He wants you back. That is why we're hearing the knocks at the door of your heart. Waiting for you to ask him to come in. In your quiet moments. In your sober moments if you become a drunkard. Or a hearing addict. That means a drug addict. Scripture, please. Revelations chapter 3, verses 19 and 20. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Praise the Lord. Is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking? That's his word. He wants you to repent. Backslider, he wants you back. He loves you. That's why he's been standing at the door of your heart, knocking. All you have to do is invite him back into your life. Repent of your backsliding. And ask him again once more, make a pledge. and mean it this time. Praise the Lord. Don't refuse him. He loves you. Don't allow the enemy to use their backsliding against you. To throw your sins in your face and say, no, he can't forgive you. It's a lie. He has told you that he will forgive you. 
He has told in the scripture we read to repent and come back. Look at it. One is condemning you. Another one is saying, don't worry about it. I will. Let's read the next scripture, please. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. Come now, let's settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. Praise the Lord. It says, no matter what your sins are like, my blood on the cross, I already cleansed you. Please accept this hand, this knock today that he's calling you backslider and don't be condemning yourself anymore. Only Christ forgives. Only he heals and delivers. The enemy's business is to condemn, not to take many to Christless eternity. Let's go to number three. Jesus loves you, sent of God. Scripture, please. John chapter 10, verses 27 to 30. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Praise the Lord. How do you know you're a child of God when you hear the voice of God? How do you know? You never follow the voice of the enemy. You can never be taken by every wind of doctrine. That's how you know you're a child of God. Say, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. And they follow me. You follow Jesus of the cross. You don't follow any other fake Jesus they present to you. That's how you know that you're a child of God. That you're a saint of God. That you're going to inherit eternal life. Let's scripture, your please. John chapter 15 verses 1 to 7. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that he may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Praise the Lord. Child of God, Jesus loves you. You are sent an apple of God's eyes. He wants to hold and never let go of you. Only you will let go of him. Never let go of him. He's holding you. Never let go of him. All you have to do is abide in his words. But never think you've apprehended that you're better than the unbeliever on your street. You are not. It's by his grace you are standing. Never think you've apprehended because that is pride if you think you've apprehended. Never take your eyes off your Lord and Savior. Never. Never turn back and look at the world. Just always look on. Pressing ahead for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Never look back to where you were before coming to the cross. Never walk away from God. Because you are divine. He is divine. You are just branches. 
Stay there and continue to take nutrients through the study of the scriptures. As you started, I've only been with him metaphorically, his body, because you're part of the body or the vine. Continue to abide by feeding on the world aggressively and take your directions only from him. How do you do that? Through meditative prayers and absolute faith that that which he has started as a salvation process, he will bring it to his promised conclusion, which is eternal life for you in him. Praise the Lord. Sinner, Jesus loves you. If you have made that commitment, you are not sent of God. Backslider, Jesus loves you. If you have made that commitment, you are a child of God. Saint, never grow weary. Never get tired. Never get tired. Because we are not going to sing the song, Jesus Messiah. Never get tired. Never allow anything to distract you. Never take your eyes off Jesus Christ, Son of God. Praise the Lord. We're going to sing the song, Jesus Messiah. Next slide, please. He became sin. Who knew no sin? That we might become God's righteousness in Christ. He humbled himself and carried the cross. A love that is so amazing. A love that you can never define in human terms. This love is so amazing. Jesus Messiah, he has a name above all names. No name can compare. Blessed Redeemer, Emmanuel. He's a rescue for sinners. The ransom God sent from heaven. Jesus Messiah. He is the Lord of all creation. Only He saves. And He loves you. His body is the bread of life. His blood, the wine. Broken for us and poured out because of love. And that day the whole earth trembled. Yes, and the veil in the temple was turned into two. So that you and I cannot have access directly to him and not through anybody else. A love that is so amazing. A love that is so amazing. A name that is above every name. Blessed Redeemer, Emmanuel. We're going to pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, thank you for your word to us today. We give you all the praise and all the honor, God, for Jesus. Your love for us, a love that definition can never be accurately defined in human words. That you sent your son to die. Even while we're sinners, while we oppose us of you. But you continue to be faithful.
that your love for the sinner is still there. Your love for those who are backslidden is still there. Your love for your sins are still there. You are God and we give you the praise and honor. Father, I pray that you use these words today, Lord, to minister to everyone on this planet. Touch them, Lord, to know that only in Christ Jesus, the one that died on the cross, the one that saved us, the one that would give us eternal life, that that is the whom we will follow. And that that Christ is to be found in your word, not in human constructs, not in denominational constructs, but in your word, which is the scriptures as in the Bible. We give you all the praise and honor. We pray the blood of Jesus Christ on wherever this message is preached, that you shall be broken, life shall be restored. In Jesus' name we pray. And that the saints, your saints, Lord, shall be more encouraged to share these messages, Lord, to go out more aggressively preaching the gospel of Christ. Blessings, glory, and honor, Lord, are yours. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. By His grace, we we'll see you next Sunday. Continue in fellowship. Study the Word of God. Above all, share the messages like this. Don't sit on it. Share the messages. Share the messages and use it to preach and reach others for Christ.